I'm Carrie Benedett, and this is my podcast, Thriving Matters, where you will find tools to revitalise you and your relationships, whether at work or in your personal life. Well, a little bit about me. I'm an education consultant specialising in emotional intelligence, and I use creative approaches that empower people with proven processes. I'm known for my high energy, passion and compassion for those in need of help. And I like to shine a spotlight on what we can do. I'm here to bring positivity, confidence and strength every day, everywhere. My mantra in life has been, let's give it a red hot shot. Our episode of Thriving Matters podcast has none other than an amazing young woman and Courtney Hickey. And I'm going to call it court from now on. So it's court and carry today, listeners. Courtney has a wonderful new program, but we're not just talking to her about her new wellbeing program. We're talking to her about what it is that gets her out of bed each day and thriving. Um, So listeners, you can't see the absolutely beautiful young woman that's in front of me in a lovely jade green top. It's summertime here in Australia, Um, but court... How are you today? And tell me, what got you out of bed this morning? Oh, I'm absolutely fantastic. And thank you so much for having me today. I am honoured to be here. And what got me out of bed today is pretty much the same as every day. I see every day as an opportunity just to be a little bit better in life. Whether it's a small thing or a big thing, there's always an opportunity to do something good. So that was my reason today. <laughs> well, I'm very pleased that you did get out of it. It's uh, it's uh, it's one of those things, isn't it? At 4.30 this morning, um, the kookaburras uh, here in Sydney, they're going berserk and they're so big and healthy. It's like they're shouting out, come on, girl, get out of bed and uh, make the day happen. So... <laughs> Part of, uh, part of what we talk about in our, uh, in our episodes is how we thrive in life and work. And that's not an easy job. And many people I know over the last two years um, have had more intensity in how they're feeling, how they're dealing with, with pressure and stress, um, how anxious they are about the changes that have happened to them and are still evolving because this pandemic is still rolling. Uh, mm. it's, it's, it's morphing and mutating as, as it goes, as, as viruses do. Um, but one of the things that's been a real plus for me in uh, the last two years has been able to connect with ordinary gals and guys who are doing extraordinary things in life and work, and you're one of them, Court. So tell us a little bit about your background you know? Yeah. So I um, have always been very passionate about helping the everyday person to be just a little bit better, whether if that's, um, you know, a big step that they make, or if it's like small little decisions that they make that help them grow and evolve and become who they can truly be. And so when I was studying at university out of high school, I went into psychology, which I really loved, but I felt very early on that um, helping people that are mentally disabled wasn't my calling. And I think if you want to pursue that, you really need to be passionate about that and have the ability for that. And I am so thankful for the people that do. But as I said, I've just always been, always cared about the everyday person because I think everyone has struggles in life everyone has Mm. moments of 
difficulties where they are faced with obstacles and they may not know how to overcome them. And I think I've always just been passionate about helping people like that. So I finished my undergrad in psychology and then I went on to work with the Brisbane Bullets Basketball Club where I managed the team operations and I also championed a player welfare program, which was the thing that really gave me a lot of life. Ah. <laughs> um, and so the main work, I definitely worked with some of the professional athletes that were open to expanding their mindset and setting some goals and changing a few things, which was phenomenal. But I also worked a lot with the development players and the development team because they were younger kids. They were yes. eager. They wanted to learn. They wanted to figure out, like, how can I get the edge in order to do the next thing that I want to do? And I loved working with them because they had that fire and that passion. So from that, then COVID happened and I just felt like it was the right time to resign from my job, which I did right before COVID hit um, and then I had always had it on my heart to create a mental well-being program for high school students because when I was in high school I did not thrive is <laughs> probably the best way to put it. Um, I think high school is really tough and it's a great experience there's a lot of molding there's a lot of shaping that happens there but I don't think the students at least when I was in high school and from the students that I've spoken to that are currently in high school, they're not equipped with the right tools and strategies in order to really be able to grow into the best person they can be while in high school. And so it's always been on my heart to just help in some way, particularly there. And from that, Lines Within was created. So I created a mental wellbeing program that has a core program which is all focused on self-love, self-worth, stress management, sleep and social media as they're the core things in my opinion that are really evident in high school that you may have issues with or struggles with so yeah that's the that's the main heart of it and then there's elements that we can add on as well for each school for a grade level depending on what they may need but yeah, my, my thing is just to really help high schoolers to be able to thrive as best as they can because they're in a challenging environment and with society in today's age, like things are changing, things are different and they need to have the tools and the knowledge in order to survive and thrive. Well, you, I think you are spot on. I mean, you're working from your own experience, but that's a, and listeners, you can't see, but any time that court uh, talks about um, the program, Lines Within, or um, Thrive, her hands, both her hands go up over her heart. Um, so it's, this is really <laughs> heartfelt, this is heartfelt and human-centred leadership that you're showing here, Court, all because of your, your experience and not necessarily um, being taken over by your experience, but using it as the motivation and the impetus to, to create something. And uh, I just want to say, it's just beautiful. I just see your, your hands go up to your heart there. You made me, when you started to list off the areas that your program covers, what you've just done is a fantastic outline of the, the, the parts of our well-being that we need to do. Mm -hmm. So we all need thinking or cognitive skills. 
we all need skills around our social environment that we're living in. Mm. Our social. We also need things for our physicality, for our kinesthetic, for our for our body, for um, you know, for, for living a healthy lifestyle. And I love that social media is in there because our environment is so critical as well. And COVID has been a great chance for us to really have a good look. You know, mm. people, people are saying this is the, you know, the great resignation. I actually want to twist that and say, I think this has given us the great re-contemplation. Definitely. Definitely. So we, we, we can actually think about this. So well done you. And um, oh, I think this is um, amazing. Now you've got, so in talking about this physical aspect of your wellbeing, mm. you've got a lot of experience, basketball, swimming, Yes. Working and the point that you made about the uh, the developmental squads, well, they're aspiring, aren't they? They're aspiring to to get every, all their ducks in a row, develop their skills and their expertise and, and put it in. And none, we all admire. I mean, I'm watching the tennis at the moment. Mm. Dylan and, thank, and Ash Vardy, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. I used to used to play tennis as a young girl uh, with Vic, Vic Edwards, and he he was the one that was uh, mentor and uh, for Yvonne Corley, right? Yvonne Gould. Yeah. So any of the sports, I mean, everyone loves a winner. Number one, mm. everyone loves to win. They don't realise what it is that goes underneath it. But it's a great um, for me. It's a great analogy with life. We practice so much, and we get into habits and routines, and some of those aren't great. Definitely. Yeah, but they, if we don't if we don't change the the mindset, the way we look at things and what we try, we're we're not going to be learning all the time. So no, yeah, yeah. humans we are habits, like we are creature habits. Yeah, that's how we do life, and it's when you are able to have that step back and really reflect, and you can look at oh wow, this habit really isn't serving me, and changing that habit isn't always easy. Sometimes it's hard and it's confronting and it's uncomfortable while you're going through it. But when you stick with that process and you get to the other side and you can see that, oh, wow, there's been a shift in my life. There's been a shift in my perspective. Things feel better now. It's yeah. so worth it. And you, you also um, made me think about um, secondary schools and high schools and that age group. And so that's a whole from your psychology background as well that's a whole area of development absolutely and so I think um, a program that that fits in nicely here in those developmental years especially in secondary school um, can only be the building blocks for the next you know we're all moving from being totally dependent as a baby mm -hmm. right so uh, then we get gain some interdependence to being independent right um, at, all the way through at different stages in our life and I think it's critical uh, around that and there's a lot of a lot of kids you're not alone we're not say kids because I've got kids of my own but yeah. you're not alone as a young woman in looking back on your school life and going it actually didn't make the grade it, it mm. wasn't a good experience for me um, and yeah the, the more that more that we can actually talk about this fairly openly but know that there is a whole circle of support around us um, mm. I think it's, it's critical yeah, yeah absolutely and I've had a few people ask me um you know will you create a program that's for young adults or for people that are in a corporate life so that we know what to do and that's definitely something that I'd love to do in the future but my whole philosophy with 
the high school age students is they're already in an environment where they're learning. And it was, again, just my own experience when I got into the corporate world that I thought, I don't know how to manage this. I suffered from burnout. I suffered from anxiety. I made myself incredibly sick because I was so stressed and I didn't know how to actually manage that. And so it was from those experiences that I had to go and do my own research and figure out how do I manage this? Like, how do I manage it once it's happened? And then how do I prevent it from happening again? Because it's so unpleasant that you don't want to experience it again. And from that, I thought, man, if only someone taught me this when I was in high school, and I had some strategies in place or I knew what my cues were if something was yep. getting a little bit off kilter. I may not have ever gone through some of those things. So that's why the high school for me is so important because I think if they just had the skills and the knowledge, we would create such healthier adults in the workplace as well. Like mm -hmm. it will continue down the line, which I think would be just incredible to see that there's more adults that are thriving and doing well in life and not being bogged down. And and really for 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 young people, we we often look to somebody to support us. And they mm. can be they can be the same age or they can be older. So I was going to ask you, was has there been a significant person in your life, a, a mentor or, a, or an author perhaps or someone that you've you've followed and gotten to know or a particular course you've done? Has there been anything like that that's also added to why mm. you're doing what you're doing? Definitely, definitely. I would say that my sister's one of them. Um, her, She's Stephanie Rice, so she was an Olympic swimmer um, and she was incredible to watch growing up because, you know, I had that inside look of how does someone go to the absolute most elite level there is. And then I also watched her go through challenges after swimming and then I've seen her transform into this incredible businesswoman and she has a very, um, like, entrepreneurial mindset, very passionate. And I think having someone like that in your corner who can help you and encourage you and give you wisdom has been so phenomenally helpful. Mm -hmm. So she would definitely be one. Um, I definitely did a course online during COVID, so during 2020, um, that was on Mind Valley, And it was just all about like figuring out what is it that you really want to do in life and what's going to fulfill you? Because yeah. if you're not doing that, what's your life worth anyway? And it was when I was, you know, COVID, we were all doing some really deep reflecting on, are we happy with our life? Is Are we going on the path that we want to end up at the destination or do we need to do a bit of a redirection? And, yeah, that's when I kind of was really looking through it all and I was doing a lot of journaling and I was putting things to paper and I thought, wow, this is not the life that I want to live and I've always wanted to create this program. I've always wanted to do something different. so do it <laughs> stop thinking about uh, it and just do it and and see that that little tagline just do it that nike has yeah. just a huge success we just i mean you just uh you, you do, you've got your own do it well done you yeah so yeah. i've i've just heard in there a number of strategies that you put in place um mm. so it's it's about your you've got a journal that that yeah. that whole process of 
thinking, writing it down and actually getting a pen and actually putting it down on paper and going back over it, um, that, that's hugely powerful. Having, yeah. yeah, and you're pretty, pretty right. I mean, I, I don't know, have you ever asked Steph if in all those laps that she swam in training, mm. whether she ever had decided she was going to be a businesswoman after this all? <laughs> no, have I? No, I don't think so. Um, oh, I think partly she would have known that she she knew nine to five wasn't for her. <laughs> she knew yeah, she'd yeah. never want to do that. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there was some ideas potentially floating in the back <laughs> of her head, but I think when you're going to be that elite, you need to be so focused on yeah. this is what I'm pursuing and yeah. we'll figure out the rest later. Yeah. But it, it's it's for you, though, in the you've been very focused on getting mm -hmm. your program together, um, the the developmental stage, the putting it together, writing it up, how, the look and feel. You've got the outreach to for customers or for, for how you actually get it out there. And so it's a whole process as well. So but um, I'm interested, Court, in who else you've got um, around you. Um, because often I think, you know, being an entrepreneur, it's it's a lonely, it's, it can be a lonely um, job. Uh, mm. it can, you can allow it to be lonely. Um, otherwise, uh, you know, who, who do you surround yourself with? You've got, I mean, Steph would be absolutely amazing. I'm sure <laughs> there's others. Are there any other significant people that you've deliberately sought? Oh, that I've deliberately sought. Not that I have. Um, I'm, I mean, I personally am a Christian, so I do go to church. And a year ago, I just happened to fall in to the most incredible, incredible group of women. There's about yeah. oh, 15 of us, I want to say. And within that, there are so many women who are running their own businesses or yeah. who are just so passionate about education and younger kids and their teachers or like they're all doing phenomenal things and so it's incredible I have this whole like squad <laughs> of just these yeah. powerful women that are encouragers and care for you and support you and if you uh frustrated and you need to vent something out there they're <laughs> to listen and then yeah. they're there to re-encourage you again if you need that so yeah. they're probably my main support that are around me outside i love that you've got your own squad that's that's yes. exactly that's exactly <laughs> what we need to do well done you oh dear look you've you've talked about um so tell us a little bit more about the why you named uh your program as you mm -hmm. did lines within so t give us a little bit of background about that where's that come from not, not for me <laughs> um i oh, i remember i was trying to figure out how do I name this program like I don't actually know what's going to encapsulate it the best and I prayed about it a bit and I was like you know just give me some direction on what it is I remember one day I received the word lines and I thought what the heck is lines that makes no sense but I thought oh I'll write it down and we'll see what happens and then one day you know almost a year ago I was I just felt prompted to go for a walk and it was in the middle of the day, it was summer, it was hot. I never walk in the middle of the day. And I, thought, I don't want to go for a walk, but I thought, oh, well, you feel prompted to do it, so do it. And I went for like a 20-minute walk. And I remember it was a beautiful day. I was just like 
fixed looking at all of the flowers and the trees and the way the wind was blowing in them, the sky, like it was a gorgeous day. And then I just heard lines within and I was like, oh, I'm like, I like that. And then it was like, I just got this debrief of, it's all about that I see us as human beings that we're, we have so many lines that interconnect who we are and what we are and what makes us up as an individual. And I just saw it all as it's like, we need to align all of our lines within us so that we can be the best that we can be. Oh, so that's where it came from. I love that. Yeah. You know what I even love more is that you trusted yourself to go for that walk. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's massive because um, your intuition or the, what, mm -hmm. what we call, yeah, it could be that. Um, yeah. I think that's a real gift when you've gotten, you've done the work. So you, you get to trust yourself because that's part of that whole stage of being a young person a teenager moving into young adulthood mm. is around knowing yourself absolutely absolutely and, yeah believe me I went through a lot of years where I did not know myself at all <laughs> and so it's been a journey and a process and like I said you know change is hard it's difficult it wasn't easy and it wasn't always pleasant but I'm really grateful for I'm in the place that I'm in now and I'm very big on trusting my intuition if I have an you know a nudge to do something or I feel called that no this is what I need to do I follow it trust it more. I, I trust it yeah, yeah that's that's one thing well I, I was worked in a large organization for about 23 years and when I went out by myself that was the big learning in the first year was actually mm. trust yourself more you've actually got to look at your direction you've you've got to have the motivation to to get out of bed each day and do what you do why you do it um and who who do you want to have around you um so it's been been a journey but the intuition stuff just keeps coming up more and more mm. and what happens for me is usually um something something will come across my thinking and then um no word of a doubt uh the phone rings and it's that person I've thought of or yep. it's that or there's a connection within days there's a wow wow I've, I've been thinking about then and wondering about this or think blah 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 bang and it happens and I'm going oh you need to listen to this a little bit more um yeah trust it so oh brilliant and um I'm a big advocate um I'll walk and talk with anybody basically um because <laughs> I'm just I'm just you like you curious about how you can be better one yeah. little bit each day it doesn't not big steps small steps just be, be better each day yeah and so the the trees I as you were describing those trees I thought I can uh I can resonate because there's nothing like um doing a little bit of uh tree bathing um Absolutely. smelling getting your feet in the sand Definitely. um you know getting Get down out into deep. nature yeah. wonderful things yeah. your entire being <laughs> <laughs> and really we are so fortunate in Australia we've got so much nature around us national parks the the coastline um mountain ranges you name it desert I mean I was looking at South Australia the other day with all the floods and uh saying that they'd had so much water that they probably had two years now of, of water that, that wow. they could access yes wow and i'm going it is definitely a country of drought and flooding rains yep 
vast horizons and you know so there's some gifts in all and in saying that you know when we talk about thriving in our daily life um being able to see a sunrise and mm -hmm. a sunset for me is a privilege absolutely and i think um the small joys in life and i often think thriving's not easy as you said for many people um mm -hmm. uh, we all you know some of us are actually I think, uh, predisposed to a certain type of mindset, whether we think, you know, a glass is half full or half empty. Mm. And it can be bowled over. Something can change within a, within a second, within a minute, and uh, we can go, oh, that's rattled the cage, hasn't it? How am I going to, how am I going to <laughs> work on this? You know, how am I going to do Definitely. that? Definitely. Yeah. 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 And one of the things that, um, I guess, rattled the change for me and that, uh, was the small change that happened in my life because I wasn't always as positive and optimistic and happy and joyful as I am now. And it was gratitude. And it was really small initially. It was some, for me, it was genuinely just going out and staring at a tree or looking out at the horizon and thinking, this is really beautiful. And I'm grateful that I can stand here in this moment and look at this. And, you know, you may hear that and think, well, that's not much. And it, it isn't. But in that moment, it was a lot. Yeah. And, yeah, it was practising that gratitude and that thankfulness. And it started to shift your heart and the way that you perceive things. And things would happen and you'd suddenly where I'd maybe react a different way, I was now reacting more optimistically about things and, yeah, it was, it was a really beautiful shift. And I did the same thing in uh, my own self-love and self-worth, which is something that we go into in the program. It's that you need to find gratitude and love for yourself. Because if you don't have that, you're going to really struggle. Mm. And it's difficult and it's hard and it's challenging, but it's a beautiful, beautiful evolution. And it's a beautiful journey. Do you have any super favourite um, um, strategies that you've you've put into your program that you you know could you could you share one of those apart from the the uh, the gratitude? I imagine journaling's in that program Absolutely. as well. Yeah, journaling <laughs> definitely in there. Journaling. Oh, the thing I love about journaling is we as humans, our minds are so complex. I don't think we, and I don't think we'll ever fully understand just how complex the human brain is. It's phenomenal. It blows me away whenever I look at um, neurology. But when we're pondering something in our mind or when we're thinking about things, we have this incredible ability to look at every single possibility or every single outcome that may happen. And then we get a bit stressed from that or we start thinking, oh, no, what if that happens? And then what if that happens? And then what if that happens? Then what will that mean for this person? And it's crazy. <laughs> like, it makes so much sense as to why people get stressed or anxious very easily when something goes wrong. But there's something really powerful that when we put it to paper, you suddenly look at the facts and you think, oh, okay, this is the one thing that I'm dealing with. And that's all that's happened so far. None of those other things have actually happened yet. Okay, so if it's just this one thing, or maybe there's five things, maybe there's 20 things, but whatever they are, you can start to look at them and think, okay, well, what's my next step going to be? How am I going to approach this? 
what am I going to change about this? It really allows you to get so much out of your head and really just look at what's happening. Because if we just stay in our head, it's not helpful. It won't allow us to make the best decisions whereas when we can take that step back and look at it from a different perspective it helps us shift our mindset so much so yeah journaling well (laughs) that's that's just a beautiful um explanation um Renee Brown talks about this notion of the story I'm telling myself Mm. and I think you've just given a great um, strategy to use to actually check in on whether that story is the truth. Definitely. Because if, Definitely. if that's the only thing you think about and all the time, that becomes your truth, that becomes a reality that's not true, right? It becomes a, an, un, yeah, an unreal un, uh, reality. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you can see why it's so hard for people to shift from how they've always thought and what, mm-hmm. what's been reinforced for them. So, you know, and there are, I've, you know, um, I'm in the stage of my life now where when we get phone calls, it's usually about, uh, you know, my, my, you know, my aged parents are, are declining or someone's now going in for treatment because we're all in reti- getting on to retirement age. I'm not yeah. going to retire because I just think that's fraught with danger. But, um, it, you know, people are looking at their, their health and that's, you know, it's a big deal. Oh, your mm. your income, your income strain, or the your you you know your job. How we get self worth from the work that we do, and yeah. uh, there's been a whole lot of change for that. Thank so I, I like the the thinking that it's been time to recontemplate, readjust how how we do the thinking, to set us up for a future that's still a little bit uncertain, but we can make some things very certain. And our, and our mindset is got to be yes. These are the these are the things. What do we say when you play five hundred? This is a lay down misere for me. I need to move because I'll lose it. I need to move every day, right? Mm, I yeah. need to contact. I need to contact five people a day and just reach out, send them some intention. Just hope they're doing well, but also go, hey, you know what? I just thought of you, and I can see that great smile you got in your face. Hope you will thing you know stuff like that and I think for our for our young women and men as they're going through puberty um, starting of relationships um, all the stuff that comes with um, sexuality Mm -hmm. um, families you know living in different family circumstances apart from making friends or not being included in a social group at school or trying to find your your mm-hmm. tribe right um they're all the things that are also going on with this body that's growing and changing in shape and yeah. <laughs> understanding yeah. all that so it's no wonder <laughs> some of I the know. stories we tell ourselves are untrue yeah definitely definitely and the whole program um is based on neuroplasticity of the our brain neural pathways do change and we can change them, which is incredible. It means that we do have some control. And I always say that, you know, our, our tongue is so powerful. The things that we speak over ourselves will dictate what our reality is. The more that we believe something, the more it will become evident in our lives. So if our story over ourselves is that we're not lovable, that we're not worthy of, you know, having the friends that we want or the grades that we're after or the career that we want later in life, 
you're going to become stuck in that mindset. And that's not a healthy mindset. You're not going to be able to thrive with that mindset, but we can change that story. And it's a process. And typically it feels like a lie (laughs) a lot of the time in the beginning, but the more you change it and the more that you build that new muscle in your brain of, oh no, this is my reality. I actually am lovable and I am worthy and I can have the friends that I want. I can have the career that I want. I can become the person that I want to be. It opens up so many doors. Oh. So apart from journaling daily, is there something else that you do regularly that's, that you, is a must for you? Yeah, exercise. <laughs> I'm the same. I have to move my body every day. I don't care if it's just a 20-minute walk one day. It's a 20-minute walk. I have to do something to physically move my body because if I stay stagnant for a whole day, I never feel great about myself. So that's one must that I always do. The only time I don't do it is if I'm sick and I physically cannot train or do any form of physical movement. Um, And the other one is I always spend 10 minutes a day just in silence where I just allow myself to reflect I might think of a bible verse I might just look at the clouds I might it depends it's different every time and yeah I just like I think it's so important just to take a few minutes every day just to really ground ourselves and allow ourselves to make sure that we're okay it's a bit of a period where I can check in on myself figure out am I doing okay at the moment is there something that I maybe need to change in my own life or yeah, I love just 10 minutes with nothing. <laughs> no phones, no emails, no computers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and more and more people are saying they actually are building in the silence work. Um, and whether they're just in, just do a little bit of a breathing exercise with it. Mm-hmm. I um, the, With the kookaburras going off at 4.30 here in the morning, <laughs> yeah. um, I, I will often, if I'm on early, early work, I'll often um, get up and I find that if I, we're lucky enough to have a a, quite a nice backyard um, here in Sydney. So I really love watching the sunrise. So I was listening to another podcast um, uh, that I enjoy last week and the the guest speaking is a researcher all about um, light and how light is crucial for Mm. neuroplasticity for, and even they've now got the research on how light, early morning light, 30 minutes of early morning light, not looking directly into the sun as it's rising, but light without sunglasses or if you're out walking, whatever you're doing in the morning, you have your head up and looking out, do peripheral vision. And they're saying that the 30 minutes now is linked to levels of uh, depression and um, being able to help lessen the anxiety and and leading to uh, that can lead to depression as well so um that was a very interesting thing so there's more and more research if you're really interested which you are you're going to be using some of that research to back up your program as 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 well so yeah great tip i love the the 10 minutes of silence and i often hear people say no i don't meditate but i do silence i can sit in silence yeah a significant amount of time and I'm going, well, okay, it's each to his own, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes it's meditation. It, it changes all the time. <laughs> but it's always at least 10 minutes of just okay. nothing else. So yeah. that's three definite things I've heard you say. Journaling, <laughs> the moving, 
body yeah. body kinesthetic moving and then you and your silence so i think you're covering you cover uh, most of those four areas of our of our well-being uh, that we that we're doing oh court you know if you had a message for anybody who's now in the in going back to school school terms have started in all the states mm. across australia um, and around the world, there's various uh, education systems already working. There's plenty of people who um, do their education remotely. The more and more that's happening. Um, so if you've got a message um, around this notion of thriving and looking at the lines within and connecting parts of us that really matter, so we're more holistic and we get a true picture mm -hmm. of ourselves, what would it be? Definitely. Well, that's a great question. Um, I think the first one is something that I'm a very big believer on because I think in uh, today's society we can get very wrapped up in that everything has to be amazing and everyone has to be wonderful at all times. And so my heart goes out to people that aren't feeling that way. And I think, first of all, you need to know that your emotions and the way that you're feeling is so incredibly valid and you're allowed to feel that way. But I also just want to give them hope that it can be better and it will be better if you decide to take some control of your life and take some control of your situation and make some steps to change and be positive and make better decisions that are going to feed you with better things. So it's definitely that if you're not doing well, that's okay and you're allowed to sit in that space, but you also really need to know that it can be better and that that's possible. It's not out of reach for you. It's not some drastic change that you'll never be able to accomplish. And I think it's also have grace for yourself. High school is challenging and more people need to become aware of that, that it's not just a, oh, off you go to school and see you later and things will be great. Like, no, it's a challenging time. You're going through things. Social media is such a big element now of what you're dealing with. And you're not always going to be perfect. You're not always going to get it right. Mm -hmm. And you need to have grace for yourself that that's going to happen. But it's not the end of the world. There will be a new day tomorrow and you can make changes to be better mm -hmm. and allow yourself to grow to be the person that you want to become. Oh, brilliant, beautiful. I um I just on that note, I was just you made me think of um, you know how every year we start off with uh, well, most people say, Oh, what's your new year's resolution going to be like? Mm -hmm. What are you doing this year? And people start to laugh and go, Well, usually by the end of January, that that resolution's out the door, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this year I I put a challenge out there and said, Well, instead of the resolution or choosing a word, a lot of people say, well, my word for this year is, you know, whatever. Um, I said, how about a question for the year? And the question um, I came up with is, um, what would I do if I knew I couldn't fail? Oof. And I have, and well, it got a whole lot of conversation going and then a whole lot of inc other incredible questions coming in that people are using, mm. like, what would I, I do if I knew I could gift, uh, if I knew my gift for the world was successful. Yes. What would I do um, um, yeah, if um, I wasn't showing any joy to others that I'm around? Mm. It's been, been an interesting concept. So what would I do if I knew I could not fail? 
Is there something that you would do if you knew you could not fail that's maybe different or added on to what you're already doing? Oof. <laughs> <laughs> um, An oof moment, isn't it? Doesn't yeah. It, doesn't it get you? It's a beauty. It does. It is. To be honest, it's it's creating this program. I had to ask myself that question of, and it was my word for the year is trust. And I know we we're talking about our intuition before, but it's that what if, you know, the knowledge that I have, the skills that I have, the heart that I have for young people, what if that's actually needed? What if there's actually some people out there that would benefit from this? And what if I'm doing them a disservice if I keep it all to myself? And I thought, oh, that doesn't feel right. <laughs> like, I know I can't keep it to myself. And, yeah, I had to ask myself that question of, oh, well, what, what happens if it fails? What happens if it actually fails? And I went down and I wrote out, okay, these would be all the things that it would mean. And that list sucks a bit, but I was happy enough with it that, well, if that's what failure looks like, I'll take it because I'd rather do that and try. And so then I had to ask, I got to write the really fun list of what happens if it succeeds? What happens if it actually does really well? And that list excited me so much more than the other one that oh I thought gosh. you have to. Well, you're going, girl. You, you're doing a great job. So it's go court because you. You, you, this program is so needed. And um, I am sure anyone who's in education is going to look you up straight away. But it's not just education. It could mm -hmm. be parents, parents who are really, really concerned for their kids or, or want to. Their concern is around um developing the the um the self-worth of their, their their kids and there's not a parent who doesn't want to be the best parent that they can be I I, I believe some of us uh yeah well, we fail often my kids will tell you Carrie <laughs> <laughs> Carrie uh you might have done too well in this area so yes as adults thank you you can tell me that now or not yeah. <laughs> the beauty of that though is that they like I did looked at back at my parenting out uh, and my family life and looked at what parts I actually wanted to grow and develop and those that I wanted to drop off. So that's mm. what this gives us. It gives us a choice in how we look at the world. So well done you. Oh, what a delight to have you on today, Court. Thank you so much. Now, well, people, me. well, listeners, if you'd like to know more or get in contact with Courtney, Courtney, my, my apologies, because it's a beautiful French um, um, pronunciation. So, Courtney, <laughs> and it's, it's Court for short. If you'd like to uh, find out a little bit more about Court Hickney, where do they go? Well, they can go to my website, which is www.lineswithin.com. Um, and then we're also on Instagram and Facebook as Lines Within on Facebook and Lines Within without any vowels on Instagram. Okay, good. So, and, and listeners, if you would like to know more about what I do, easy to find, uh, carriebenedet.com. Uh, I'm the same name, C-A-R-R-I-E-B-E-N-E-D-T on all the socials. You find me on Instagram quite, quite a lot as well. Um, so I just know that you have started 2022 in a great way for me. So Thriving Matters, Thanks you 
And uh, I'm sure we've got plenty of listeners out there who are going to enjoy having such a, a can-do young um, entrepreneur uh, on, on, the, on the conversation today talking about all things thriving. So next, uh, if, you, if you really enjoy this episode or some of the episodes before this, pop onto your favourite platform, uh, podcast platform, and give us a little bit of love. Everybody loves a little bit of a hug. Uh, give us a review. We're trying to make these as informative and enjoyable. They're conversations with ordinary guys and gals who are doing extraordinary things. And court your wonders. So listeners, see you next episode. Bye for now. I'm Carrie Benedett, and this is my podcast, Thriving Matters. 